Life is magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst, spiritual author and spiritual teacher. And I'm Natasha Levenger, energy healer, energy reader, and spiritual coach. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Hello. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. For some reason, I was... This is weird, but I was like, why can't I hear? I felt like there should be music. Like I could hear the music that they're all going to hear, but it wasn't there. (sighs) Yeah. Well, it was where we are. Many of you heard that music. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) You know, speaking of the music, somebody asked, actually a friend of mine, but she asked on the Magic Monday podcast listeners page on Facebook, um, who wrote the theme song. Secret. It's a secret. Oh, shoot. I told her. <laughs> you can tell her, but we can't say well, it Well, I said it on there. Oh, well. I didn't know it was a secret. Yeah, I have mentioned that before, but it's okay. You it's have? Just oh, shoot. My God. It's a secret. <laughs> I gotta go yeah. delete that. Yeah, it's Why okay. is it such a secret? Oh, I can't okay, go into it now. I'll tell you later. Talk about secrets. No, it's a. This is a phantom composer. Oh wow. Okay. Well, I can't even do it from my phone, so I apologize. Oh no problem. Yeah, we it's can okay. do it later. Okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> if that doesn't say Mercury retrograde season, <laughs> I don't know what does. I was just thinking. I was blow drying my hair, and I was like, um, I was thinking this is totally. Um, beckoning this to happen to me but I feel like Mercury retrograde hasn't had any technological problems for me only uh, like emotional stuff oh yeah or like you know stuff like what just happened little stuff you know like oops communication Um, yeah yeah and then right as I said that I dropped the top of the blow dryer and like a piece of the plastic went inside (laughs) it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it just immediately started slowing down. Oh. Like, oh, okay. I guess there you go. <laughs> it offered offered yeah. the challenge for That's you right, right now. Well, I have been wanting a new blow dryer, so. Oh, I yeah. Guess. There you go. It's yeah. time. Mm-hmm. So what were the cards we picked last week? Do you remember? Well, yeah, we picked, right. I picked partnership. <laughs> um, partnership, the Neroli card from my Magic of Flowers Oracle. And you picked the Two of Wands from the Light Sears Tarot. Oh, okay. Was and it, it was reverse? reversed. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and it yeah. was like, I mean, kind of unfinished stuff. Like, look at unfinished. That was the vibe that I got from it. And I think you agreed with it. And then. Mine was like connecting with the central realm and then opening up to partnership in various ways. So did that, how did that, did that play out for you this week? Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's all been a real whirlwind. I mean, it is Pisces season, which makes, is it's a lot of emotional stuff. Yeah. I don't know if that's been happening for you. Yeah. Which I'm very comfortable with. But one thing I did realize was that, I think why a lot of people are uncomfortable with Pisces season is because um, maybe they're not used to feeling all this emotion and then they resist it. Mm, yeah. And when I say they, I also mean me because uh, I realized earlier today, like, ugh, I was just feeling out of sorts and I had to check in with myself and say, like, okay, I'm just going to notice what am I feeling right now? 
Um, and it was just a lot of invalidation feeling. And oh, so then I just, you know, I had to recognize it and be like, how old is this is the thing that helps me a lot is like, I gave it a voice. And then it was like, I realized this voice is really old. So then I could give some compassion to it. And I could separate it from me. <clears throat> but I, I think that's maybe why part of why it's like how do you feel all these emotions all the time well it's hard if you're resisting it or hard yeah harder yeah I think also maybe Pisces like I'm I'm actually having a pretty harmonious Pisces season mm-hmm. but the uh it, it, Pisces energy is pretty it's not really like logical or yeah. like mm-hmm. um even clear like sometimes mm-hmm. it's like so deep mm-hmm. beneath the surface it's like i don't really can't really tell you what's going yeah, on kind of feeling yeah that makes sense like that, that is what i was feeling earlier like ugh, it's just this ugh, underneath mm. that i'm re- i've been uncovering a lot of like well it's just interesting like i was talking to my sister and we started talking about family stuff and I just like when we were talking about it, I was like, oh, my God, there's like so much toxicity in my ancestral line. Yeah. And and that was a lot of it was turned against me for much of my life. Right. Like I was a big scapegoat in, in my family. Um, and so I like that invalidation feeling is something that I constantly have to keep coming back to and releasing really. Oh, that's not mine. I don't uh, actually yeah. need to receive that. That's yeah. not true. That's, you know. Why right. Did I, why did I bring that up? <laughs> Something, I don't remember why I brought that up. But anyway, she's a Pisces, but that's not Oh, she I'm, is? Mm-hmm, so is my brother. Oh, you're, and, and you have a Pisces rising. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, and my parents were both Cancers. Oh, whoa. Yeah, there's a lot of water. A lot of water. A lot of repressed water (laughs) in that house. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I I don't know why I'm saying any of that, but maybe it's because it was under the surface. I think that's why I was bringing it up. Like, it's like stuff that's just like hanging around that's not actually happening in present day. Yeah, and then, but then it gives you the opportunity to go deep. You know, and heal, yeah. which is what yes. I was going to mention is part of why my Pisces season has been so harmonious is because of the session I did with you. That Jeez. was so great. <laughs> I'm so glad that was so helpful for It so was. Long. Oh, my gosh. I was telling my friend Stephanie about it yesterday uh, at lunch. I was like, yeah, I really put Natasha to work. Like, she helped me with this and then with this. And it was so liberating. Oh, I mean, that's nice. Yeah, because I know last week we talked a little bit about how it was that I was feeling that this rage when I tapped into this particular dynamic with my mom. And then it's like after doing the session with you, it's gone. That's I mean, so it great. was so – I think I probably said this exact same thing, but it's <laughs> it was so deep. Like when I tapped into it and I was telling yeah. Ted about it, I got teary because I was just like, oh, it's like this feeling of so much rage and it just doesn't – it's not going away. And like yeah. – now, I remember feeling that, but it's just gone. It's just not even there at all. It's wow, so interesting. that's so yeah. great. Yeah, well, it's not in the present moment. And yeah. we helped get rid of it from the past life. When, let me ask you something. I don't know if you'll feel comfortable answering this, but I'll just ask anyway because it's not about you. When you tell Ted, that, or did you tell Ted about it? Um. Yes. That's I mean, I told him, first I told him about the rage before I did the session. Right. I was like, yeah, I tapped into this and then I saw how it was related because I don't think I've shared this with our listeners, but it was also related to how 
when I was working with my publisher or, you know, co-creating something. And then something about visuals came up, like the cover of my book or the images on a card deck. Like if I disagreed with someone, if someone disagreed with me, it would just be like, <laughs> oh, I want to, I, yeah, just rage. <laughs> just like, I'm so angry with them. Like, where are they? I want to go hurt them. I don't ever hurt people. But like, <laughs> it was where just like. They? <laughs> it was like way out of proportion you know what I mean it's like they they're open to talking to me about it it's not like they're like putting yeah. their foot down even it was just yeah. like I was just like no you're wrong this is you need to know I just had and... this image of you asking them like literally where are where you right are you? now where... where are you where are stay you there. stay there <laughs> that was the feeling (laughs) so so yeah I told Ted about that and he because he's like witnessed me over the years you know experiencing this rage and he's been Mm -hmm. like don't no try to not be so angry you know that's not helping you in your cause but but did you tell um, him about like because I know he's not a not a believer (laughs) yeah he's not but but he does like he'll translate stuff to so he can understand it. Like okay. I did, I was like, yeah, Natasha helped me figure out this thing, and that was related to a past life. And I'm like thinking, he doesn't really believe in past lives, but he'll yeah. like understand that this is important to me. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like we yeah. kind of that's kind of how we communicate about. It. So I did, I did I tell him. Okay, so I was just curious if he was like, okay, girl, <laughs> but, well, glad you're I mean, not rageful. He does or. edit my videos and everything, and so he hears me talking yeah. about this stuff all the time. So it's like I yeah, know he, but it's funny because sometimes I'll like brush over, like, "Oh yeah, Natasha helped me with this thing with past life with my mom," and then he'll hear me talking to a friend or something, and I'll be like, "Yeah, so in a past life, my mom was an evil witch, and I was her assistant." <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. That's so interesting that he hasn't. Um, this is going to sound really judgmental, and I am not judgmental about this, but it, I literally find it interesting that he hasn't changed his opinion about things based on, like, seeing your growth, you know, well, or seeing, I like, he, how... I think he does. I mean, he yeah. respects it. Like, he'll even say, like, I really think you're smart, and I really do think you're helping people. And, you know, like, he... And I even think, like, I definitely suspect that he's an astrology believer, but oh, okay. he wouldn't, he, he wouldn't doesn't say that. Say that. Yeah. I mean, he'll say little things here and there, but, but I, I mean, I just, there is respect there of, yeah, each, of yeah. each other's Well, opinions. yeah, that has to be there, but yeah. it is interesting that he hasn't, like, believed in, in any of it more, at least, like, you know, anyway, it's just interesting. I mean, people have asked before about our partners who aren't. Yeah. Yeah, but Brett actually, that's why I think it's interesting, because Brett does believe more. I mean, he's still like, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I know that's happening. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, like he believes, because he sees, and he's felt it, because I've done healings for him, so he's felt different mm-hmm. after. But he's still, you know, it's beliefs are, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Ted definitely <laughs> believes in feng shui. I just think oh, it's yeah. like maybe he doesn't want to necessarily talk about it yeah, in the I language I use. But yeah. yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Anyway, all of it makes sense. Everyone can believe whatever they want. I have no judgment. I really don't. I think yeah. it's part of being an Aquarius. I really don't care what anybody believes. I kind as... of like I like that people believe different things. Yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. And also, like, like, as long as they're not hurting people. Like, right. Totally. Or, like, I mean... It, I guess it does make me mad when people are like really judgmental 
of any belief that makes me mad. Like, you know what? Why don't you try it before you start judging it? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't know if that relates to relationships. I don't know what happened this week, but I did start writing my book. So unfinished oh. projects. I mean, I've been writing my book, but I'm actually working with an editor. Oh. Yeah. I hired this lady because it was like the same cost as taking a class, which I felt like I don't really need to take a class because, you know, I am already – I mean, I can learn a lot, of course. Anyone can learn. But I felt like I'd be more – it would be more helpful to work one-on-one with somebody. Oh, yeah. And so anyway, she's really great. I just wanted help like in the beginning, initial stages, because I haven't written a novel before. I've written some oh, that makes screenplays. Sense. So I was like, I don't like just basics, even like structurally, like how many pages is a you know, right. chapter? So anyway, it's been great. Oh, my gosh. Oh, and I'm so, so we just finished doing the outline and now I'm going to start writing it. And I'm so excited. So that's awesome. been great. I feel like two, that worked with the two of ones. Yeah, that's partnership. And that's the unfinished business for sure. I mean, I have definitely been feeling like that how I was tapping into Nero- that card, the Neroli card, that like heavenly, heavenly vibe oh, of the Neroli. Totally. Right? Yeah, oh, it's, it's, just, it's been pretty cool this week for me. I've been what feeling pretty been good. What have you been doing? Like with the heavenly? Oh, just, been? I've just been, well, I've still been working my way through A Course in Miracles mm-hmm. and feeling like, and I'm getting to the end of a book project I'm working on with it, which is feeling really euphoric because I'm so proud of this oh. project. Like I've really challenged myself on it a lot. And so... I just feel I've been feeling like a, just a, that really blissy feeling oh, of being alive. So yeah, yeah. I've really f- I th- do think that the connection to the angelic realm, which on our Patreon I did a meditation for it, um, <clears throat> because I just want everybody to feel that connection to their spirit team because they're so here right now, available yeah. if you yeah. ask. So that's been really nice. Yeah. All right, so that eases us into the Patreon pretty well. Shall we talk about it? So, yeah. Yeah, so the, our Patreon's like, it's just a, we really appreciate the support, right, that helps mm-hmm. support us. And then also in return, we're giving you lots of, like, tools to, like, energetic healing, magical tools, classes, all things to enrich your magical hygiene, spiritual life. Right. Yeah, it's been really fun to offer extra content on there and to it's neat. I think it's fun to put pictures of the cards we draw and just like write out the our segments for the week so that people have that to refer Visually. back to. Yeah. And yeah. Sometimes we add things like um, I was thinking because I'm going to do a practical. No, I keep calling it that metaphysics 101 today. And I was thinking I would like to somehow have a picture of it up for the Patreon people so they can visualize it better, what I'm mm. going to say. So yeah. I'm going to try to figure out how to do that. Visual aid. Yeah, visual aid. Nice. And, um, and I was just saying, like, our me- like our meditations, we are going to try to do it, like, for the energy of the month. So, like, the emperor, I keep talking about that emperor energy. And for one of the tiers, we have a meditation, a monthly, a bi-monthly, twice a month. Oh, yeah. I thought it was once a month. I don't know. We're still figuring it oh, out. Oh, is it? All is right. it bi? If it's bi-weekly, then I need to I do one. Well, anyway, whenever. Oh, maybe it is bi-monthly because, but it's coming up. 
I know that I'm supposed to do one in like this week. Oh, okay. It's like March 5th, I think. Um, anyway, I'm going to do it for the emperor, like um, embodying the emperor. Oh, nice. Yeah. So anyway, we have lots of stuff that relate to the show, and we also are just really grateful for everyone listening, and whether you listen to Patreon, I mean, our Patreon or not, but we appreciate it. Right. Yeah, we're so glad you're here, and we also would love for you to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That really, really helps our yeah. podcast. It helps people find us, um, mm-hmm. and especially like if you write a review. But however you do it, we're very grateful. All right, so uh, I guess maybe I'll do practical magic. No, oh, I keep metaphysics. <laughs> you want to do metaphysics one hundred and one, and then I'll do practical magic, and then you <sighs> do the energy report. Sure. I'm okay. sorry I'm calling Metaphysics 101 Practical Magic. That's okay. It's stuck in my head. Okay, so I'm going to do Metaphysics 101. Okay. I love it. It was it was a new one. I, you know, I don't remember the Metaphysics yeah, 101. Yeah, one of these days it'll stick and we'll have the same one, but that one was great. Okay, great. <laughs> um, okay, so I have threatened to talk about ownership cords many times again, and I'm going to do it now. And since it's the Metaphysics 101 segment, I can go a little deeper. So basically, ownership cords are eight cords that sit in your crown chakra, which is at the top of your head. And your crown chakra is your connection to spirit, your connection to all knowingness, your highest knowing, um, wouldn't you say that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, connection to all that is like the oneness. Mm -hmm. And that's how you can communicate. Like if you put a little cord, a different cord up to source, um, you can get a lot of information coming down that, you know, is just yours, your highest self. So um, a lot of times when people are trying to control a situation or, you know, we're all human and we get insecure, um, we will use our third chakra, which is below, above the belly button, right above the belly button. And that is the source of will and power. And, you know, there's something wrong with having a will and a power, but we don't want to use it to control other people or things. That's not the healthy place to do it. It's just manipulative and it. It does. It won't come up to the come out for the highest outcome for you. Or other it's people. draining, and it, it causes your draining. stomach to feel gross. Also, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you don't want a gross stomach. <laughs> so, anyway, um, yeah. So, um, I mean, there's a lot of positive, wonderful feelings in the solar plexus, and personal power is important. But you don't want to manipulate a situation from that place. So. When you want to have ownership, or I, we call it, I call it seniority over a situation, it's best to do it from your crown chakra with your ownership cords. So the first thing that you want to do is own your own space so that you aren't owning it from this hard place like, oh, my ego, my will, but from your highest information. So to do that first, you imagine four cords, kind of like, you know, one of those, um, Though I just thought of this first, never thought of it like this. But you know those hair massager things? Have you ever seen one of those? Um, the head massagers, yes, but yes, head yes. massagers. Like how it has like doesn't it have like four kind yeah. of points? Anyway, if you can picture that, 
it's it's like that. But you picture like four chords going up to the uh, four kind of corners of your or. Now your or doesn't uh, have corners, but like so it's like locking it in place. So it's like, oh, here I'm connecting my seniority, my ownership with my highest information and I'm securing it in my aura. Yeah. And then you want to take another four and do it to the bottom uh, part of your aura. And that's from your root chakra? No, no, no. It's all oh. from your crown. Oh. Yeah. So then the four chords go down so there's from your crown. So there's eight chords total. Mm-hmm. Oh, four, but four of them go down to the bottom from your crown. Oh, interesting. Yes. Do they kind of go up for a second? And then yeah, down? yeah. 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 So they go around you and then down okay. to the four corners. I mean, it's hard to say corners because we don't have corners on our aura. No, but, but yeah. they're equally distributed in the yeah. sphere of light that is your aura. Great. So then, <laughs> well put. So then you put then, so there's four up and four bottom. Again, if you're on Patreon, hopefully there'll be a picture if this is confusing. <laughs> but just, you know, um, I don't think that's confusing. No, it? no, okay. I think you've described it very well. Okay. And so then, um, and then you also can have, you know, your grounding cord, which does come from your root chakra into the center of the earth, even for even more stability. Mm-hmm. I feel just like a quick note to say here. I was working with someone the other day who um, had a lot of trouble with grounding, which I do too a lot of times in my past. I have had. And it's really nice to imagine like roots. Like if you, if one cord isn't enough for you, if you have a hard time grounding, I know you don't, but you could imagine root, like lots of roots. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Just all mm-hmm. going to the center of the earth. That's even, you know, if that's more powerful for you, go ahead, do that. Okay. So this is one way with the four, with the ownership cords to secure you in. And by the way, this does go with the emperor energy because the emperor energy, which I've talked about before, it's the tarot card of the year. And it's really like structure, having your structure in place, boundaries in place. It's a really nice way to secure your boundaries. This the ownership cords in a loving way. It's like, oh, no, this is just coming from my power. I'm not trying to shut anyone out. I'm just saying, no, this is where I am. <laughs> and this is my boundary. You know, it's not a, it's more about, again, shoring ourselves up, securing our space than it is about trying to keep anyone out. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So and then you can have fun with it. I always I don't always, but I try to remember. <laughs> I just realized I didn't do it in this room right now but I like to own rooms when I go in them from the crown chakra because again it's not manipulative it's just like oh I'm taking up my space without getting in anyone else's in the room so you do the same thing you take another eight cords you do four to the corner of the room in the tops top of the four corners of the room and then another four to the bottom four corners of the room and does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. And so that helps you to just own the room. It's like, oh, okay, I feel good in this room. Inhabit it. Yeah, Inhabit totally. Inhabit it in a mm-hmm. way that's not like, again, from that third chakra pushy kind of place. Yeah, because like other people can own exactly. the, the space in the same way in the same room. It's not like you're edging exactly. them out or anything. We you're just like, all... this is the room I'm in. Right. Right. Yeah. Everybody can own this, the same room. And it will all just be there. So you can also, uh, like, um, have seniority over your relationship. And that doesn't mean, like, I'm senior to this person, but I'm senior in my space within this relationship. 
Oh, yeah. So, like, you could picture, you can even just imagine the relationship contract and then put four ownership cords on that. So it's just like, I'm senior in my space. It's not about, like, a lot of people own contracts from the third chakra. Uh, and that's, like, controlling, right? Yeah. But this is just like, oh, I am my own person and I have my own seniority. I'm, no one's above or below me i'm just yeah there. that would be so helpful for empaths especially i think yes. because of the challenge with being able to tell what's your energy what's your preference and what's the what is the other person expecting or wanting yes. just to kind of help you be like oh here's what i actually what feels right to me yes. in this situation yeah yes yes because a lot of times in like codependent relationships even if you're the person who is feeling less empowered you're still it's still a power dynamic and yeah you don't want to be a part of a power dynamic in a loving relationship or any relationship. right yeah and then that would come from the third chakra and then that would also be draining and also yes. um anxiety inducing because that thing the deal with the third chakra is it can't it's like trying to control things in this situation i mean it's it's mm -hmm. good for a lot of things but if it's trying to control things like you know how a re the like relationship dynamics or you being in the space or how things happen like then it it can't really do that so it's like overloading it or asking it to do something that it's not really designed for which can cause a feeling of anxiety that's <clears throat> yes that's a great way to put it it's like it it comes with a lot of insecurity pictures a lot of times a lot of jealousy a lot of like i'm not enough yeah. Therefore, I need to dominate it or therefore I need to own it. You know, it, that when you're doing it from that chakra, it's often with I'm not enough. So therefore, yeah. I need to take it over in a certain way or like right. get it to control it in a certain way. Um, so that's another I mean, that's a good point, because when you're owning things from your crown, you feel much more at peace because you're much more aligned with what you the fact that you are enough. And that you will get the info. There's more trust. Yeah. I will get my own information from this. I don't need to, you know, as far as the situation goes, I don't need to control it. It'll happen yeah. as it's supposed to happen. Yeah. Um. So there's that. And then um, did I already say, I don't You Did I say imagine a contract? And own yeah. It? Okay. Yeah. And then you can do that with anything like with work, you know, when you're, if you have an office at work or a cube, whatever it is, you can even, if you say don't have four walls, you can just imagine that your cubicle has four walls and then mm -hmm. own that little space or even your just like desk or something. Um, so yeah, you can just experiment. You can also experiment. Like, how does this feel if I do own it from my third chakra or even tune in like where am I owning this from right now because you probably are owning it in some way or you're just like Bleh, like not <laughs> don't have boundaries and are um kind of just ethereal like ethereal like you know so you may want to like experiment first check in am I owning this if so where and it's interesting when you check out like oh how does this feel when I own it for my third chakra as opposed to my crown chakra and you'll feel like the anxiety you were talking about yeah um so you can just pull that cord back um so I think that is all of it um, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else I'm missing, but yeah, just experience doing it with, with anything that you're, any relationship, 
be at work or are there other relationships? I can't think of any right now, but that <laughs> nope, is only it. Work Do you have any questions? Is that... Um, uh, well, I just want to say that while you were talking, I thought it was really cool to think about the archetype of the crown. Like mm. how, you know, we don't really have a lot of monarchs in our day and age that wear crowns that we see that regularly, but we still think of them so much as this like symbol of of being the sovereign, you know, mm. being being empowered and just like trusting your empowerment and like knowing I'm you know, entitled to this amount of power. Right. That goes so back it's, to the emperor. Yeah. yeah. So I really like, I like actually, I was seeing when you were talking like a crown of light that, oh, that's it, nice. from which the ownership cords oh, I love blossom. That. Yeah. That's nice. But it should come from the crown chakra. But I do like that. I mean, yeah. I don't know, shoulds. I guess if you feel good about it, then just I mean, do a it crown, however you a, feel. a crown of light to me can be sort of like an extension of the crown chakra. That's true. That's You know true. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No shoulds. If it feels good, do it. And I love that. I really like that image too. It actually helps me like make it more powerful and mm. see it that way. Like if it's coming off of the top of the little crowns. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, that was Metaphysics 101. It was not practical magic. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Nice okay. work. Thank okay. you. So now it's time for Practical Magic. Okay, so this week, this week, so this is an interesting dynamic that I've been noticing with this Mercury retrograde and certainly with these two weeks because, you know, the full moon on the ninth is also when Mercury goes direct. Mm-hmm. And so this week, um, and actually this the, the two weeks up into the full moon, usually when we go toward the full moon, we think of expanding and adding and attracting. Like that's mm. the energy where right. then the waning moon is releasing and like diminishing, clearing, banishing, as you guys probably know and remember. But there's like a kind of a dual dynamic that I'm sensing right now with this Mercury. I think it's related to yeah, Mercury retrograde. Yeah, which is releasing like getting allowing emotions and then letting them go it's probably related to pisces too and mercury is in pisces right is mercury also in pisces it is until and um, then it's actually going into aquarius to aquarius no aquarius yeah i think so yeah it goes into Aquarius. I think on... this week on Wednesday. Yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, it's like when we do release these emotions, like allow them in, and we don't have you don't have to understand them or analyze them. That's like maybe not in the vicinity of Pisces as much. It's like just feel them and allow them and letting them go. Like that that is actually helping us become more attractive. Mm. Like so it's that. that's how it's dual. It's like we're becoming, we're expanding and becoming more like naturally magnetic by letting go of Can old I just stuff. Tell you, I have to tell you that I have been getting that message constantly. Oh, so I'm really, yeah, like so much from my guides. Like every time I check in with them, they're like, let go. Like basically uh, just hang out here in this like yeah. light, hang out in the light. Yeah. Not in the resisting or and and in the light is the letting go, right? Yeah, yeah, and me too. And the, like we've been talking about this a lot in uh, the Good Vibe Tribe on during the web chats, and then this dynamic also came up really clearly in my card reading on Facebook Live for this mm. 
the two weeks leading up to this full moon. And so, yeah. And it's interesting, those two tracks, can you sense that too? Like where it's like there's totally. one level of stress and um, old pain and confusion and like struggle and worry. And then there's another level that is like we can, it's that there's like a portal into it, into freedom yes. and liberation. And yes. And it's hard because it's like, well, wait a minute, tell me something to do because I want to know what to do. And then they just start keeping like, let go, baby, hang out in the light. That is doing something. Right. Okay, cool. So that's what I tuned into for Practical Magic. But there are actually some things that you can do practically to help support this, which I was tapping into the water element, working with the water element in any number of ways, and then also flowers. So you can bring those two things together with flowers flower essences if you have a flower essence already it kind of like I was actually tuning into sort of any flower essence but if you want like if you have one at your house already and you haven't used it for a while like you can because just any blossom it's like a crown chakra of a plant it's like an open-hearted energy so like putting a couple drops of a flower essence in your water and just so you guys know if you aren't already aware if you're thinking I'm talking about essential oils I am absolutely not it's a totally <laughs> other thing than flower essences flower essences are a homeopathic remedy it's like the vibration of a blossom preserved in water with brandy so it's usually made in sunlight like it's like a bowl of water and then there's blossoms floated over the top of it after the water absorbs the vibration the uh, spiritual wisdom of the flower then someone preserves that vibration by mixing the water with brandy so just a couple of drops of a flower essence under your tongue or in water help shift your emotional and energetic body mm-hmm. so that and if there okay. you could also like look into if there's one that particularly calls to you you could even just go to your local health food store or metaphysical bookstore if they carry flower essences and just look at the bottles maybe pick them up maybe you don't even need to read or research just mm-hmm. if you're like oh poppy like for some reason i just really like this bottle it's mm-hmm. i kind of want to have this bottle like that kind of intuitive choosing and then later once you realize which one you're drawn to you can research and see what the wisdom is the, the emotional healing properties even though flowers are like people in a way like they have a different they interact with you and like I might have one opinion of poppy flower essence and you might have a whole other experience but they do have like a there is a continuity in their wisdom you just Mm -hmm. might kind of imbibe it in a different way so or you could bring flowers into your space um you could take a bath sea salt bath or a epsom salt bath that's just the water element you could also add flower essence or add some rose petals organic rose petals mm-hmm. um going I like that getting that boost from the flower like yeah because um, they're they work on the level of emotions mm-hmm. and then you can also go for a walk by a stream or the ocean or a lake just that's going to help with that intention to just allow your emotions and let them go yeah, i love it there is other stuff going on astrologically too so um well that's great um me is that it okay great um I always love it when I'm told I should take a bath oh yeah Uh, not that I need permission but um anyway oh let's talk about goddess provisions before I do my energy report okay 
Go ahead. You want me to do it this time? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Goddess Provisions is a really great subscription service that Natasha and I both love so much. It's um, stuff like crystals and face products and little like fun little spell things. And Mm -hmm. um, they're all vegan and cruelty free. And they plant a box or plant a a tree for every (laughs) box sold. Mm -hmm. And um, they're five to six full size products and like and maybe they're fun little chimes or um there's so card decks each time it's like how is this even happening it's everything i ever wanted yeah really great stuff so check out goddess provisions go to uh magicmondaypodcast.com and then click on the goddess provisions ad at the right because when you go to the site that way then it supports our podcast yeah when you go through our website so thank you for doing that. We appreciate it. Um, okay, so now it's time for <laughs> the energy report. Jeez, have I lost it? No, I, I mean, I thought it was a bad. Okay, I, I liked it. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> Each yeah, week we it's just going to be me. Time. I know. <laughs> that's, that's part of the energy report. If you're not reassuring me that I did it right, people aren't going to know. Right. I made it up. It could be anything. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so going along with what you're saying, um, I'm just thinking about. So the energy report is the energy that I'm noticing in the week from clients that come to see me and also myself. And I I do keep seeing, and I do think this is going to just be the year, um, there's still, there's a lot of... Um, well, becoming aware of what is no longer working in a deeper way and a lack of tolerance for it. So I said that last week as well. And one thing that's really coming to that keeps coming up that I feel like I really want to address is I often talk about like putting your hand in your heart and giving yourself compassion, but there's a lot of people who don't feel anything. when they do that they don't feel anything and you know I for a very long time was like I don't even know how to love myself I don't even know how to do that like what does that even look like I can love my people my animals but it just felt like how do I direct this to myself Mm. so I just want to first reassure everybody if you feel that way you are not dead inside which is something (laughs) I hear a lot (laughs) Like, I'm just dead. But no, you're not dead. But you haven't, all that it means is that you haven't been paying attention. Um, You've been resisting your feelings because we all have feelings. There is not a person alive who doesn't, you know, have feelings inside. Um, So it's really first, this is kind of a two-step energy report. But the first part is just, being aware and you don't have to put your hand on your heart but I do think it does even if you don't feel Mm -hmm. it I think it does help like stimulate something just touch you know Mm -hmm. and I'm not a touchy person but even with me I can it does something so I'm thinking if this is kind of going different than I thought it was going to go but I'm getting guided this way so I'm just going to go with it so the first thing I want to say is just to be aware like what am I feeling right now and and if you're not feeling anything, just come up with something because there is something. Even if it's I feel, so then you, well, okay, what I want to say is then say, 
I welcome any resistance because if you're not feeling it, then you're resisting something. Um, so just welcome any resistance and then just get quiet for a second and see what happens. And you can do this in tiny little steps throughout the day, or if you want to do it when you're alone, you can do it when you're alone too. But, um, or in the car, whatever, you know, just checking in, how am I feeling? This will help to just start the process of kind of warming things up so that you can access that that love inside, which is there because we're all made of love. I mean, it just is there. There's that's who no, we are. Yeah. That's who we are. That's what everything is made of. So it is there. Um, so just warming it up by just, um, I keep saying just, but by saying hello to the resistance, saying hello to yourself and, and checking checking in. I was going to say something else and I don't remember. But anyway, and then the other thing is um, – I was reminded of when I was like 21 or something and I was really in a bad place. As far as self-love, there was like none. And I had read this book. It might have been Louise Hay. And it was like the first time I was trying out affirmations. Mm. And I was like, I'm just going to try this. And I was, I just decided while I was driving to repeat, I am wonderful. I am wonderful. I am wonderful. (laughs) Even though I felt the opposite of wonderful. I didn't realize I had generations of people of energy saying I wasn't. Mm. That's what the problem was. It wasn't that I wasn't wonderful or I couldn't access it. Anyway, it was crazy how much that opened up for me. I was like, what is happening? It was weird. (laughs) Like for me at the time, I was like, oh, my God, this is such a difference. So Ah. now a lot of times I will say affirmations don't really work. But if you're really I mean, like if you're not if you're not connected to the meaning of it, Mm -hmm. it can just feel like emptiness. But if you're really at a place where there's where you can't access anything, just give it a try. Just give it a try saying something like I am whatever resonates in any way, like I am worthy, I am enough, I am enough, I am enough. And just try repeating it for like five minutes even. See if Yeah, and like putting feeling into it, even if it's like, oh, I feel like I'm lying, you can be like, well, what if I didn't? How would I say it then? Like, how would it feel if I meant it? You know, to kind of like work to get that into that vibration. But I will say I didn't even have that. So that's why I'm saying like if you don't even have that feeling, still try it. Because if yeah. you're really that depleted from the self lack of self-love, those words still mean something on some level. That's why I was saying, like, I often don't believe affirmations work if there's no energy behind it, but it did work. And then also, I guess there's also that if you are, because one of the times, something that makes me often think, like, oh, this would be a good time for an affirmation is when my mind is going oh, yeah. to a like a monologue it's thinking words but they're not positive words and they're not yes. like words that I would want to manifest so then I'm like well if I'm thinking these words anyway let me just think mm-hmm. positive words instead that's nice. and then it's like redirecting that mental mm-hmm. redirecting momentum. mental I mean the that's something else I could talk about but just like when you're stuck in your head in a negative thought cycle I mean this is a little different than what I was talking about but connect do it you can that's why exercise I think really helps with that because it forces you into the present moment like your Mm -hmm. body's moving you're in some way in the present moment yeah you know so when you're in that kind of headspace you're not in the present moment you're reliving some old patterning so try to get back in the present by moving or breathing or whatever but anyway so 
those were to the and then the final thing is the real energy report that I was going to do, which is um I'm really into this connecting to the future self because your future there is a version of yourself that does is filled with love and the reason I'm talking about this is because love connecting to your larger more expanded love centered self is what is going to help to move past these energies that you're trying to let go of or aren't mm. feeling good yeah so um so taking a breath and then imagining just connecting into your heart chakra whether whatever you feel don't try to feel anything just breathe into it and then imagine there's like there's a bridge in your heart chakra and it goes all the way to a, a gold light, like a ball of light about maybe 12 feet in front of you. And that's your future Ooh. self. And it just you don't have to see your future self. You can just see it as a ball of light and then feel that it's going to boomerang back to you light. Ooh. And love. so then just allow that connected to that and then feel the light come back to you. And then just sit in that expanded light that starts in your heart center from your heart to expand that. I love that. Oh, I finally got to it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just really wanted to spend a second. I mean, I'm it's really gotten my wheels turning as far as like because I've been there. How can I help people who don't feel that? Um, heart center, you know, so I'm mm-hmm. thinking how I can do that. But um, anyway, yeah, that was the energy report. I love it. I was tapping into that too when I was like thinking of different, you know, kind of brainstorming practical magic tips and ideas. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of because lately, you know, since last year when we started the podcast and I've been on the intuitive eating track, thanks to you, oh, um, like I've been moving through all kinds of things because of that and like loving myself more and nourishing myself and then like maybe feeling down on myself. And But lately I've been really like just feeling so liberated and joyful that this is how my body wants to be and that this is how my body is like it's just like like I I never before have I felt like it usually would be like oh well yeah but I I would rather be thinner like pretty much always was like that and like to just suddenly be like no that this is how my body wants to be and it I like to be in my body at this size like and I was thinking like that that there was like a, a such a hypothetical there. Like I, I know I can imagine that I could be like that someday, but I just haven't ever been in that space. You know what I mean? And then like to just kind of be like, well, what if I feel like part of how I got there was like, well, what if I did just, what if, how would it feel if I just like Loved let myself. Your body. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel it's like that is you... part of that portal. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Your future self has all of that. It's actually, I just want to share this. Like I was um, invalidating, by the way, when you want to invalidate yourself, when you're in a bad mood, I remember I had a therapist years ago who would always say like, well, you use, you're using evidence against yourself. So that's the thing. When you're in that space, you're going to use everything as evidence that you're not enough or you're not whatever it is. And um, so I was doing that a little bit this morning, and then I was like, I'm going to connect to my future self. And so I did, and it was great. And then I was (laughs) I asked her about this thing. I was like, well, what do you think about this? And she 
just started laughing so hard and I started laughing so hard. And so, I mean, I just started laughing, I guess. I mean, I guess the two of us were laughing, but I was like in this (laughs) portal of laughter because it was so ridiculous what I was worried about. It was like nothing. It it meant nothing. Yeah, that was her point was like, it doesn't mean it's hilarious that you think this means anything. Oh, that's so great. (laughs) It reminded me of the time that I called um, the Sedona Method guy, Hale, for the monthly support call. The one time I called him. Did I tell you? I think I've told you about this. You, I do remember that you mentioning him saying something that just like really, really helped you. But well, he just again. was like, "Are you?" Because um, the basis of the Sedona method is letting go, but then looking what's underneath it. It's just very basic, like approval, security. Um, what is it? Approval, security, and control. 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 There's two other ones, but they're less common. Separate, separation. And oneness, yeah. Um, so anyway, so, and it was just so basic. He's like, oh, well, were you wanting control? Because I was like, I don't know why I can't figure this out. And then he was like, oh, were you wanting control? And I was like, oh. Um. <laughs> and I just started laughing. And then he started laughing. And because I had released, and we just started laughing. And it uh. felt like I was in this laughter, blissful portal. Because I had released, and that's what it felt like with when I connected to my future self. It was like we were just in the what the truth of what Uh, we are, which is love. I love that. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. I'm still like I can bring my. It just made me laugh because laughter is such a high vibration, and it it is so also so dismantling. Like it just like really breaks up stuck energy and opens you up to flow, and it's yeah, it's really cool. I mean, I've had. I thought that when I'm meditating sometimes or chanting that it's like, I can't, I couldn't really explain why, what is so hilarious, yes. but it's kind of like, like, <laughs> like, uh, just, Ted walked in at that point. <laughs> I'm making him sound like, I, I, Ted is wonderful partner oh, he to you. Has, I, yeah, no, he has observed me definitely. Yeah, Cause we, when we lived in Venice, I, we lived in a studio apartment for seven years and I did Kundalini in there and he oh, wow. would be yeah. in the room and he, so he witnessed Aww. a lot of chanting, a it. lot of, yeah. But, um, yeah, just like suddenly laughing about. I don't know. It's like this feeling of this oneness and this interconnection, and then seeing all the the day to day concerns and challenges yeah. and the uh, uh, appearance of separation as just being ridiculous. And then it's it's a really good yeah. good meditation moment when that happens. Uh, like a lot of so meditation great. is boring. Everyone like, don't <laughs> think you have to always have these. Like there's a lot of days when meditation is boring. And then there's sometimes when it's just like totally blissful and hilarious. So. Oh, that reminds me. Someone mentioned on the Magic Money listeners Facebook page that um, that Mer- Merkaba meditation I've mentioned. Oh, yes. Yeah. He already recorded it. That guy. Oh, Christopher, Christopher Penza. Yeah. So she put a link there and. We oh can great! Put it in the show notes. Oh, um, this is great. Yeah, okay. the reason I mentioned that is because that meditation was like the opposite of boring. I was like, oh, I'm <laughs> all the <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do usually like to find a way to love meditating, but I just, I guess, I don't want. I think it might dissuade people to think um, like, oh, Tess and Natasha are like laughing and feeling <laughs> blissful, and I'm just sitting here bored. Well, because, this like, was a visual meditation yeah. though, where I was meeting my future self. 
Yeah, which if you like to do visualization and that helps you not be bored, then totally do that. Just do any kind of meditation that you like to do. But like, I still feel like, because I meditate pretty much every day, almost every day. And sometimes it's really great. And sometimes it's yeah. just all right, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just quieting the mind and it, it's setting up a base for yourself so that you have a nice base to to know what that feels like so you can come back to that if you're feeling anxious or whatever yeah and if your mind wanders yeah if you your mind wanders that's totally normal it's just you just bring it back whenever you notice it if your mind wanders the whole time the important thing is sitting and doing it every day yeah even for five minutes Mm -hmm. Um, okay okay so, our, oh, we're going to do our housekeeping. So, yes. you can find us at Magic Monday Podcast, um, dot com, and you can ask us a question on there. Um, you can also ask a question if you want on Magic Monday listeners on Facebook. Um, there's show notes on the website. You can find us at Magic Monday Pod or yeah, Podcast on, Facebook. on Instagram. Oh, yeah, Magic Monday Podcast on Instagram. Oh, and pod on Facebook. Um, and you can find me at highestlighthealing.com. You can sign up for my newsletter or schedule a session with me. Um, and uh, and there, I have an about section on there if you don't know what I do. It's on there. And Oh, and Instagram, highestlighthealing. And where yeah. can we find you? <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at <laughs> testwires.com is where I have a lot of videos and um They're tutorials. so informative. I mean, it's like if you want a whole education, just go on over there. Oh, thanks. It's true. Yeah, oh, and we forgot us. to mention a new um, thing on our Patreon is you get 10 how much? $5 off at a certain oh. level on our upper tiers. You get $5 off all of your classes, right? Is that yeah, my online workshops. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I have online workshops. I mean, I have the Good Vibe Tribe Online School of Magical Arts, which gives you access to all my workshops. But okay. then you can also just get individual workshops mm-hmm. um, on my website, which you can get a discount on if you are a Patreon. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you uh, also get a discount on my readings, too. FYI. Go on with you, though, because there's okay. so much. <laughs> and it's all great. So I'm on Instagram at Tess4444, on Twitter at Tess Whitehurst, on Facebook at Tess Whitehurst Author, and on YouTube at Tess Whitehurst. Okay, great. Well, I was just picking a card while you were talking. Oh, okay. What'd you get? Um, So the card for the week, and I picked it from the Modern Witch tarot deck which i love and it's the world Ooh, that's a good one i yeah. mean they're all good no bad cards hashtag no bad cards <laughs> um now the world does that mean i'm not as great a tarot reader but i think that means like completion mm-hmm. like you you finished a big like the world is yours kind of thing is that what yeah it's a, it, it? There, it is like a cycle is completing often that can be one of the messages of it which is what i'm tuning into with it are you that kind of a completion of a cycle which i feel like is Uh, part of mercury retrograde is that like finishing up things that have been unfinished Mm -hmm. and i'll just read what this thing says if i can the writing could not be tinier um the journey is over much like the fool at the very beginning we end this adventure with a dance full of pure joy the world dancer is 
perfectly fulfilled and has unified body and mind, conscious and unconscious, and all the elements in perfect harmony. You know, that's something that I'm really tuning into is like the blending of the conscious and the unconscious. I feel like we were Mm. kind of talking about that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Bringing it all together, being aware and going with the flow and just like allowing this dance between feelings in the other world and this world and allowing it all to be and doing it joyfully or you know as much as you can (laughs) yeah and the the letting go too that we're talking about is that aligning with that divine flow yes oh and it says she is centered enlightened and bursting with self-love she is part of everything and everything is part of her. I mean, this is really what we just said. Yeah. I love it when that happens. The yeah. <laughs> so wreath circles her with a zero and infinite. She is both everything and nothing at all and nothing all at once and has become one with the world. Success. Your Woo. hard work has paid off. So that's a beautiful weekly card. Yeah. What did you get? I drew from the wisdom of Avalon Oracle cards, and I got the spider, which is creative projects. And okay. it says, Oh, I like that. I know. It says, the spider reminds you that you have within you the gift to create meaningful, purposeful work. Within you is an artist want- waiting to be expressed. Think about this. Do you write in a journal each day? Do you draw, paint, cook, or play music? Do you realize that everything you do on a daily basis is an act of co-creation with the divine? The spider signals that it's time to be aware of your responsibility for the creations in your life. Maybe you need to rethink an issue and apply your inner artist to find a solution. If you're unhappy with anything, ask yourself, how can I create a better, more productive and loving experience for myself and others? Whether you see yourself as an artist or not, you're always co-creating with the divine. You are the architect of your own happiness and fulfillment. What life are you building? Don't just sit there. This is your time to create. beautiful cards for the week yeah it's a fertile week yes all right well thank you everybody thanks for listening thanks so much bye Where are they? I want to go hurt them.